ओम ज्ञान the Gundicha temple. The day before Jagannath is to come there on Rathiyatra. It's a big job because it seems like they only have a big clean-up once a year. So they have to, cause in those days they didn't have arrangement like hoses and sprays and all this kind of things. So the devotees were doing, of course, they were all mostly from very high-class background. Nowadays, high-class means if you have a lot of money, you're considered high-class. But in that time, high-class, that was considered from very good-class family, especially Brahmin family like this. And they actually were high-class by culture, behavior. It was not considered by money. So anyway, they're from high-class backgrounds. And usually for cleaning, you call a sweeper, someone from the sweeper class. This is in the old system, still going on to some extent. But for cleaning the temple of the Lord, that is a great privilege to be able to do that. That's not something you call some sweeper. I've seen at uh, Nathdwar in Rajasthan. Mostly the people who come there, the devotees, they're from rich families, mostly Gujarati, Rajasthani, mostly Gujarati actually. But when the temple closes, the people, they'll pick up some brush and start to sweep the temple. Even though you can see they're from very well-to-do families. Because the idea is that we have to do some seva. Even they have to carry the firewood from the store to the kitchen. And people like to do seva, all kind of manual seva for the Lord. Anyway, I was saying that <clears throat> Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's devotees, they would clean the temple and they would bring water in big parts from the nearby Narendra Sarovara, one man-made pond. So they'd bring water and then they'd have to throw it in different places in the temple and sweep the floor. So there's a whole operation going on. So they had a system at that time that they would do everything by chanting the name of Krishna and Hari. And they wouldn't say anything else. So if someone needed, someone's bringing water and someone was sweeping, instead of saying, throw the water here, they'd say, Krishna, Krishna. They had to say everything only by Krishna name. So everything they would do. Like, of course, that might not work if you're in some software company. There's so many technical considerations. 
But actually, we don't really need software companies at all. We can live more simply. With computers, life has become more complicated. With everything, life has become more complicated. But the Vaishnavas, they like to live as simply as possible. Minimize the material so-called necessities. Necessity used to be considered roti kapramakan, food, clothing and shelter. Now you have to have a mobile phone, you have to have a bank account, you have to have a TV, mixie in the home, washing machine, didn't used to be a necessity until a short time ago. Now it's considered a necessity because you can't afford to have a maid and the women are also at work so they won't wash the clothes. So they have to go to work to pay for the washing machine instead of staying at home and washing the cloth themselves. They have to they have to go out and work to pay for all the machines that they have to do all the work with, if they, which they could have done if they weren't working. So Vaishnavas, they like to live as simply as possible. Minimize everything. Like I was saying previously, high class was considered to be not the person with the most money, but the highest class person was considered to be the person who is satisfied with the least. They are considered to be the most spiritually advanced. We see the example of the six Goswamis of Vrindavan. Chaktvaturnamachesha mandala pati srining sada tuchavat. Bhutva Dina Ganesha Ko Karunaya Ko Pina Kantashuta Gopi Bhavara Samata Dilahari Kalola Magno Mahur Vande Rupa Sanatana Raghuyaka Shujiva Gopamaka This is a prayer to the six Goswamis of Vrindavan who were all from very aristocratic background. Mostly from Brahmin families. And in those days, Brahmin family didn't just mean a name like Mishra. But it meant very high culture. Learning, Shastra, many rules to follow for cleanliness, religious rituals. So, most of them, Rupa Sanatan, they were from Brahmin families, and then, but they were forced into being ministers of the Muslim government. So, the, one of them was uh, just like what nowadays you would call the Prime Minister. Another was like the finance minister. So they were very rich. 
So both from family background, of course they considered themselves very fallen because they had to work for Muslims. That was considered something very fallen. If you work for Muslims, because Muslims have habits like killing cows, which is not considered proper in the Vedic culture. So they consider themselves very fallen, but actually from both sides, both in their family background and from their learning and culture and from their position in society, they were very uh, top of the very high class. So Rupsanatan and their nephew was Jiva Goswami. who uh, was also very highly educated. He never served in any government. Then uh, Raghunath Bharta, also from a Brahmin family. Gopal Bharta, from Brahmin family. Raghunath Das was the only one, not from a Brahmin family, but he was from very, very wealthy family. So in all respects, they were the the cream of society. But they left it all. They gave it all up, considering it insignificant. And what did they keep as possessions? They only had a coping, which is covering cloth. And for the cold winter, living in Vrindavan, they would have some patchwork quilts. In the villages, they still make this. Maybe, I don't know. I used to see. When I used to travel in Bangladesh 30 years ago, in the villages. And people, when the cloth gets old, they make, they keep all the old cloth and they make it into a quilt for covering at night. In Bengali, that's called leib. In Hindi, that's called rajai. So they make that from old cloth. So this was what the six Goswamis would have. From great, greatly aristocratic position to a very uh, poor condition, actually, physically. They practically no possessions. They deliberately chose that. Why? Because Gopi Bhava, they were always diving and surfacing in the waves of the ocean of Gopi Bhavarasamrit, which isn't very translated. The nectar of the, uh, the, the exquisite taste of the transcendental feelings of the cowherd girls of Vindhyana. So that is what devotees Relish. This is what we are, this is what we want. We don't want Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said. We don't want Dhanjan Sundari. We don't aim for material wealth. We don't aim for material popularity. We don't aim for material family happiness. Although there can be spiritual wealth, spiritual popularity, that means. Not that we're, but devotee may 
have lots of money by the grace of Krishna. Much money will come. But they use it all for Krishna. Or they may have many followers, but not in the sense of a, some movie star or politician, but as uh, for guiding others in Krishna consciousness. And family life can also in Krishna consciousness. But devotees have no material ambitions. They simply want to serve Krishna. And in this way, they are very happy. So be happy, chant Hare Krishna. And I won't speak very long because you all have to go to work tomorrow. So deliberately keeping the program a bit short so that people don't feel inconvenienced so that next time they'll want to come back also. We want to catch you for Krishna. So Hare Krishna. If there are one or two questions, you can please ask. Hindi Maya Englishman Agarka Kaibi Prashnali Adhatmik Vishaita. You can ask. Or in Tamil, whatever can be translated. Malakarnika Samai Bhagavanka Kiska Rup Kisra Rupka Chintam Kandacha Nam Rup Nam He Krishna Hene Shabda Rup Bolo Suna Bolo Suna Bolo Suna Bolo Suna Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare 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 how to remove anger. Maybe we won't remove it. You want to say that the body shouldn't be angry? You go tell Hanuman not to be angry. So I have to be angry that Ravan rascal should be angry. Arjuna wanted not to be angry. Arjuna wanted to be peaceful. Krishna told him, fight for Krishna. So, anger is good if used in the right way. If someone is doing the wrong thing, there's proper occasion for being angry. We should be angry. And so, many, so many people in the name of religion are cheating others. We should be angry. They're rascals. They're cheating. That anger is good. So don't keep anger for our own personal sake. But if someone is misleading others in the name of bhakti, or someone is uh, 
Just like in India, so many people call themselves God, or they become big gurus and very popular, but they don't teach about Krishna. They're cheating people. You should be angry. That anger is good. To not be angry with them means that we're not doing anger. We're not properly doing bhakti. If we say, oh, everything is good, everything is nice, then we're not following Krishna. Because Krishna himself says, Namam Durskarino Mura Pragadyante Naratamaha Maya Parhitagyana Asuram Bhavamashutaha. Krishna says that miscreants, Dushritis, rascals, they do not surrender to me. Some are fools, some are the lowest among men. Some are apparently very educated, but actually they don't know anything. And some are just out and out rascals. They, they have a very wrong attitude. So Krishna, he doesn't say just be nice to everyone, smile at everyone. He doesn't say any such thing. He told Arjuna, you should fight. These people are wicked. They should be killed. On Krishna's order. So we're not asked to fight and kill, but we should, at least in our preaching, we should, we should inform others that these so-called gurus and so-called welfare workers and politicians and whatever, they're all cheating. That's all. If they don't inform us that the goal of life is to surrender to Krishna, or if they pose themselves as being friends of the people without teaching them about Krishna. They're just cheating themselves. Should be angry. That anger is good. If you have that anger, then you won't have the wrong kind of anger. Hare Krishna. Anything else? So, shall we chant Hare Krishna for five minutes and then we can have prasad and distribution and we'll finish up. Short and sweet. With a little anger at the end. <laughs> but in Krishna consciousness, the anger is also sweet. It's all good. Better to see Nushimhadev with his anger than to see some, you see these smiling gurus, they're just smiling. They have nothing to give. <laughs> nothing to give. This one, what's that called? Something. Shankar. Something like that. The art of smiling or something. He said, I don't want to say it. He, I saw some magazine that interviewed him. He said his goal of life is to put a smile on everyone's face. So you may think, oh, that's very nice. That's rascal. He's a cheater. Why he wants to put... You instruct them. What is the proper goal of life? 
that we have to surrender to Krishna, then they'll become happy. See, now I'm becoming happy. And I think of these rascals. Then they can become happy, but you want to put a smile on their face. Who are you? Krishna is to make everyone happy. We are happy when we are connected with Krishna. But he says, I want to put a smile on everyone's face, as if he is Krishna. And where is the happiness in this world? If he's, he's taking the role of a sadhu and a guru, but he's not teaching them that this material world is miserable. He's cheating. But it sounds very nice. I want to put a smile on everyone's face. Oh, how nice. And when you put a smile on their face, what will that help them? Still they have to suffer. Janma Vrithu Jaravyadi. Just see what a cheater. But people, they don't think. Oh, very nice. And any, he has all these courses for his followers. Minimum 2,000 rupees to enroll. Making a lot of money. He's got a smile on his face. <laughs> but he won't have a smile when he leaves this world because it's not, he's not going to a nice place by his cheating program. So we should know these things. <coughs> Don't be cheated. There's so many cheaters in the world. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna.